The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, The Vanguards, we are discussing the release of ex-Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke. And why is it getting so much attention? So without further ado, let's get busy. Holiday, Miss Wadi, what's happening? Nothing, how are you? All good. Oh man, I'm good. I had a busy day today. Got up, had uh had to change the light bulb on, on the wife's car. Had uh we walked walked Josie, our dog, around the neighborhood, went to the gym, went to Walgreens, came back. We have a home running pizza tonight. So man, yeah, I mean, life's yeah, good, yeah. man. Life's yeah. good. Oh, how you how about yourself, holiday? How you feeling, cat daddy? Sounds good. Sounds good. Off off today. That's all I need to say. That's all I'm good. <laughs> oh man, you definitely enjoy them, them, R, them RDOs, them off days. But you know, you go by so fast, it's like you need an extra one just yeah. to catch up a little bit. Yeah, that's facts. What's so what you do on your off days? Ooh, man, uh nothing. I actually woke up late today. Woke up late. Got some stuff for the for the place, some paint. More okay. paint products. Paint no, around. Oh, you're painting the house, huh? Yeah, I got to paint around the crib. So, what, what color are you? What color are you painting? Something simple. White looks big. You paint these walls. White makes the place look even bigger. Okay. Now, is the missus? Is she helping you out? Oh yeah, yeah, always. Okay, that's good. That's good. Y'all paint together. That's been a little quality time. That's that's what's up. Always two two. It's better than one. Oh yeah, get the job done a little faster. Yeah. Then y'all y'all can sit back in the future and look like, yeah. Like, you know, you know what? Remember we painted this 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 living room when we first got up in here? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Look, yeah, look yeah. back and reflect. And then I'm gonna announce my retirement because I ain't <laughs> paint no more. You said I ain't paint nothing word. else. Hey man, some stuff you good at, some stuff you not. Hey, this ain't my lane. You know, <laughs> I get it done. Whoever wants to get paid the paint walls, you know, I'll let me. <laughs> that's it that's all good. right we, we we you know throwing out a shout out anybody <laughs> listening there who, who's you know a professional painter hit them holiday you know if you can paint yeah i'll let <laughs> all right well well miss waddy what's going on anything new with you nothing new with me i'm just all chilling right. just chilling and you know what miss waddy just yeah, I'm you know you know miss waddy just no nonsense just no nonsense. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's what she's known for in a job. Zero tolerance, uh, Wadi. <laughs> <laughs> Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. 
Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, let's get started, man. Anything new on the beat? Nothing on my beat. You getting nothing new, Miss Waddy? Nope. Oh, okay. Holiday, how about yourself? <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, let me see, man. So much stuff going on, man. Uh, uh, let's see. I'll do a quick one. Uh, long story short, this, uh, this genius decide to get itself locked up. There we go. You know? The family don't want him in the house. He's a, you know, they feel threatened by him. We get a call. They say, we don't want him back in the house. But, you know, uh, this guy actually asked for our sergeant. He called for our sergeant. The offender, the one they don't want in the house, called for our sergeant because we wouldn't let him in. Now, now Holiday, can I jump in right second? Sure. Now, let me ask you something. Ladies and gentlemen, people who's listening, who's not on the job. If you go, if there's a situation and you call for a, for a sergeant, there's no deals to be made. Just let you know when it, whatever deals you we could, the officers can make right then and there is off the table. Cause whatever that supervisor say goes, okay, holiday continue. Yes. So <laughs> Sarge come on scene. He's, he speaks with victim. They tell the Sarge, everything what happened. Sarge said, book him. We tried telling this guy. So if there's, there's people that say there's no good officers, go somewhere. There are good officers. <laughs> Me and my partner tried our best to, hey, we spoke to your family already. You just had to go somewhere else for the night. No, mm -hmm. I live here. And oh uh, yeah, you also uh, <laughs> ag assault, uh, threatened. You, you got your niece scared of you, crying to us. They said, we don't want him here. Okay. Yeah, at first, at first, they just said he they want him to go. They didn't say, I want to press charges. They just wanted nope, him to No, nope, not at first. Not even. Not okay. even. Okay. <laughs> but, That's... but you know, the SARS, like, when SARS got there, mm -hmm. what's going on? Uh-huh. Do y'all feel threat? Yes. So well, we find complaints, you know, that's an aggravated assault if he, she said, you know what? Yeah, we will sign. <sighs> well... Book them, book them, cook them, slap. Hey, Man, you got it. You got to cook them, huh? Come hey, on, we'll, we'll put yeah. the braces on them. And then when 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 it got real, when he got uh behind that cage, that door. Mm -hmm. that, I'm sorry, I, I I won't go back. That's it. Not now. Everybody wanna everybody wanna late, apologize man. now when the fact is. I said, you know what? That's funny to me, man. But you know, it happens. You try to help them out. Hey, sometimes, sometimes the people like to learn the hard way. Hey, you ain't gonna lose no sleep. Hard head make a soft bottom. This mom and yeah. dad always say, "Hard head make a soft yeah. bottom." That dude yeah. wanted the hard way. All he had to do was leave the house. Mm -hmm. All you have to do, but no, you call for a sarge. Oh boy, you an idiot. <laughs> he called, not them. You call for a sarge, and you, you were wrong. You would have thought he went in the house. Mm -mm -mm. They said, you know what? Mm -mm. They, they 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 don't want to chance it. They nope. Oh, if we have to arrest him, if we have to press charges on him to get him out. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know uh, domestics, they don't have to sign complaints. The victim or whatever, the state, the, the city can, the police can. Mm -hmm. the police can sign complaints on their behalf. So mm -hmm. so listen, uh people out there listening, if you ever get into a domestic dispute and if one person could just leave to kind of alleviate the headache and hassle and stuff like that, it's just easier. 
right Free. it's just easier you don't want to go in the back and you know get locked up yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and if for the masters i believe you have to go see a judge in the morning don't you yep so yeah yep. you gotta go see a judge in the morning you can't go back to the house there might be a, a, a emergency violation order uh, order of protection mm-hmm. it's just it's just a headache hey, everybody, you know, just, everybody just love each other you know that saying help me help you help me help you man yeah, absolutely right, man. That's a good story. I got a, I got a quick one. Hey, you, hey, your boy was out there doing work the other day. Oh, your boy was doing work. Gold Jules was doing work. Oh man, <laughs> you know it was a call with a person with a, you know, person with a gun call. Uh, a couple of Hispanic, Hispanic males was in the jeep flashing, flashing guns. I'm like, eh, okay, they'll be gone by the time we get over there. Up in the alley. Uh, so my partner and I, we went. You know what? We saw we saw a green jeep in in the alley. Okay, so we rolled up. They tried to get away, right? But the alleys was, was never was not plowed, so it was snow everywhere, and they got stuck. Nice. <laughs> so the bull and the bull and I we jumped out, you know, saying had them poles out, and uh, you know had our guns out, and uh, ordered everybody to get out the car. Hands, let me see. Hands, hands, hands. I don't know why people for some reason you got a I, I got a gun in your face and you want to drop your hands. Keep your hands up. <laughs> I got a gun in your face and I'm not afraid to use it. I will use it. And I will sleep comfortably at night too. So, <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm getting there, you know, getting, it was four, four cats in the car. So I'm getting them, I'm getting about three of them out the car. And one guy, while I was getting another two out the car, one guy went to dig in his pocket and was dropping dope out. You know, I'm seeing all this for my peripheral. So I looked at him. I touched him and decided to show. I said, don't worry, we'll get that later. <laughs> then, nice. You know, we, we cuffed up everybody. Other officers nice. arrived, uh, searched the car, came out with two pistols. Two nice. pistols in the car. Uh, with, extended mag- with extended magazines. Oh, man, what would you do with that? Why people need extended magazines, I wonder. Yeah, one of them, it was a 30-round clip. And another one's like a 25, 21 five round clip, 45, 45 caliber. Shit, all them bullets in one car. Wow. Man. I mean, so, mm. so that was some that was some good work, man. Your boy, your boy, once in a while, the line got come out the cage, you know, once in a while. Yeah, that's what's up. Now don't make it too habit now. City of Chicago, don't make it too habit. Old Jewels like to stay, stay low-key now. Yeah. We trying, but they just can't let it ride. It's, mm-hmm. It can't be great. Yeah. All right, so hey, let's get let's get started. Let's get start the uh, let's start the uh, let's start the show. Wadi, Miss Wadi, we got any notifications for today? We do. Let me. So for the first one, the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki acknowledged the U.S. has seen a surge in crime over the last two years, and guess what? That underfunding of police departments is partially to blame. The underfunding. Of police departments. Mm, Very no interesting, crap. but not shocking at all. We knew this is going to happen. <laughs> when people think their emotions are the answer, their biased emotions are the answer, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. And then the same loud voices not going to turn around and help their neighbors when violent offenders are trying to break into their house and kill them. They're not going to do anything. With the, with the defunding of the police, when that first came out, it was like, people what is this and then you get politicians people in high offices are like oh yeah that's a good idea no so your your whole idea is to 
take money from the your police force that's out here protecting and serving the community have them you know it's more going to it than just uh you know you just take money from here and put it someplace else the police department is there's budgets for police there's budget for fire there's budget for 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 teachers there's budgets so it goes to police stations it goes to training goes to officers go to vehicles go to gas it goes to uh the utilities there's a lot that goes into it so if you say cut the budget it's like so you're cutting the training you're cutting the resources right that that officers need to do their job effectively so now you're cutting budgets now you're losing officers so now your your department is under understaffed crime is out of control because of that it's, it was a it's a domino effect but uh you know i guess who i guess whatever hey whatever you want to do to kind of kind of yeah, what is it what is it to 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 make to remain keep your seat that's how we're going that's how we're going to use it if if you don't have enough backbone or enough gall to say hey listen i understand you know stuff's going on and you know there's a lot of mentals there's things and defunding the police you know we'll look into it if we can but for defunding police we need our police officers to be equipped so be equipped so they can so they can do their jobs mm-hmm. but so it's not 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 shocking that defunding police is 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 is, is partially blame for all the, 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 the rise surging crime <laughs> sure well, how many calls we go to we we get there man what took y'all so long like if, only if y'all know how understaffed is so much crime with less officers. Mm-hmm. This is the result we get. And then it's like, oh, well, and then the best part is it's like, oh, you know what? I did read about that. Well, okay. Thank you for co-signing what I just said. So you do understand. All right. How can I help? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. Why do you, like you said that it's, it's, it's an emotional response mm-hmm. uh because of the 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 killing of certain certain people and now uh the people who speak out against that are saying hey you know what we must the uh we must defund the police and it's like well it's not realistic i'll say if, you know if the finance if you look at the books and if you can do it fine but we're not gonna let's not entertain this and say hey we need to defund the police. Doesn't make any sense. But that's just to me. I don't know, you know. But now you see the re- now you see the results of it. Now you yeah. see the results because crime is just Sergeant. out of control. And everybody in all the departments are understaffed. Yeah, every department. Every department. And that's the thing. Like the people with the loudest voices that will stand defund the police, many of them have the privilege of going to their lovely homes and not be bothered. Mm-hmm. And they don't care who is being bothered. Speak they that, don't care about right. the people who are being directly affected by crime. They don't care about that. That's not something that they care about. If it ain't their auntie, if it ain't their child, it don't affect them. But only if you're white or non-black, then for some reason, that's the only time it affects them, which they imply this notion that only people of the same race can harm each other. At least it's happening to our own race. That's that's what they imply. So, mm. and they're very quiet when this stuff continues to surge. They're quiet now. It was defund the police. 
And now the crime surge everywhere. These people are quiet as mouses. Mm -hmm. Every politician who said it are quiet because they're unaffected and they don't care. And for people who genuinely don't care about what happens to people in the community who they don't know, I have no conversation or no surrounding I want to have in regards to you. I don't want you around me. I don't want to interact because my mind is not going to shift and change because society lives in this delusional world. Like, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So Right. Yeah. You know what? I think this speaks on... Uh, when stuff happen, if there's a high, if there's a, a, a unjustified or a, yeah. or a case where it's just wrong, it 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 needs to be for the people that's in these positions to be a leader. Now, as being a leader, everybody's not gonna like what you're gonna say or do. But no, you st- but you stand on your merit. You stand on it and mm-hmm. say, hey, listen. Even though this is this is a bad scene this officer or wherever the case may be will be dealt with but we still need our support we still need our law enforcement officers so we're not going to crucify the department we're not going to crucify law enforcement officer as a general right. but we will deal with the, the bad apples and that's how you explain that you know what damn it i should run for office there you go <laughs> you should <laughs> oh, you're unbiased man. you should Man, well, you already got our votes. Man, think I got two people made of myself, three people. All right, I know my wife. She she'll put it. She'll put me down twice. Right. <laughs> oh, what what else we got, Wadi? So as far as the other notification, Shakura Rodriguez is a 23 year old who has been indicted over for over 300 gun related charges. The Bronx native mm. was studying at Austin P State. University in Clarksville, Tennessee, bought weapons and high-capacity magazines to New York from the South. Rodriguez also allegedly sold an undercover officer 73 firearms and 40 high-capacity magazines from July 17, 2020 to December 22, 2021. That was a month and a half ago. Ooh-wee. Hey, that boy in trouble. 300 gun-related charges? Right. He, he and he sold the undercover, forty high capacity magazines. What's this boy on? Hey, he cleaning house. But see, it speaks to a bigger picture on if you want to know, hey, how are the guns are getting in these communities. So here's a boy. Here's a boy here. Instead of he's going to school in Tennessee, if I believe he's going to school in Tennessee, uh, and then he's bringing back. He's getting guns because I believe in Tennessee, you don't have to. Uh, it's probably real lenient to get guns. So. He's purchasing all these guns and he's bringing it back to 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 uh, New York and selling them. Mm-hmm. So it speaks to a bigger picture on well, how the guns are getting in these communities. Well, they're getting something a part of it, one one reason of it. Uh, people buying guns from states that are real lenient on gun laws, and you don't really have to show a lot of ID. You can buy as many guns as you want, and relocating to the areas where they can sell them, sell them quick. So this a uh, this a good notification that that you know that we talked about because now it speaks on okay so how the guns get in the community. Yep. Damn boy, I know one thing. He in trouble. Three hundred gun related trust. He is. Man, my God. He is. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, good. No need to be going there selling. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. What's next, one? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm going to say about that one. All I got to say about that. that got so the next one, a teen rapper was charged with the shooting of a New York police officer. He was released after posting his $250,000 bond. Mm. Carmen Williams, who goes by the name C. Blue, walked free from a Brooklyn juvenile facility after being charged with a gun and assault charges in the shooting of 27-year-old officer from the Bronx. Mm. Williams allegedly shot a police officer who responded to reports of unruly crowd on January 18th. The officer gave verbal commands to Williams to take his hands out of his pocket. Okay. Williams would not remove his hands from his pocket and struggled and a struggle ensued. The gun Williams was holding discharged and struck and wounded NYPD officer Kasim Pennant. Williams already had a gun possession arrest on his record from 2020 and mm. was placed on probation. I'm not shocked about mm. none of this at all. Mm. You know what? Now the on the, now now the last notification we talked about, we talked about this boy who was in Tennessee bringing guns to New York. It could be one of the guns that that boy C. Blue was, was uh, who had. Mm-hmm. Probably bought a gun from that guy. So mm-hmm. you see how the parallel, you see how that works, people. Mm-hmm. Now this boy, now I'm not saying that's what happened, but a good possibility, this boy over here buying guns in Tennessee, bringing them back to New York. Now the police going to us, responding to a call. And now, that's a big sign when, let me see your hands, and you don't bring your hands out your pockets. Now that's a big sign. That's a that's a red flag. That's telling the police, okay, my man got something. My man got something juicy. So we think the officer respond will be the officer respond is going to put hands, put his you know get his gun out, taser, or whatever the case may be. All right, something something's about to go down. And guess what? My man had a gun in his a gun in his pocket. Yep. He, they were struggling over it and and it, and it went off and shot shot the officer. Now the problem is, this dude got released on two hundred fifty thousand dollar uh, bond, so he only had to post twenty five thousand. And with uh, with another, he had a uh, uh, Miss Waddy. He said that he already is on a gun possession arrest. Uh, uh, he already had a previous gun possession arrest. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so what are we do? So what are we doing out here? He was already on probation on a gun possession arrest. Now he got caught with another gun and also with, with possession of a gun. He also aggravated battery charge because he shot a police officer. And he's out because. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well holiday. That's the, that, that's the question. <laughs> People don't want to see the, you know want to see the problem. <laughs> right. Right. That's, that's the, that's the, the question. So it's like, why? So why is this dude out? And if he's out, why is he still doing mischief, bad things? Why is he still holding? Why is he still, you know, it's, well. <laughs> the well, world will never know. Oh, man. And never. then you, and then also, then you give him a $250,000, 250000 it's supposed $25,000. It's not no, no, it's not a cakewalk. Who got that type of money? You know, this dude, I mean, I, I guess That's he's up. Saying. I guess he's a, he's a rapper, so he has the money. But if the judge know that, I would set the bond a little higher so he won't be able to, it'll, it'll be a strain. Because this boy here needs to sit because he does. he's not learning his lesson. At least, you know, not at all. 
And she had, man, it shouldn't be no bond period after that. Look, look yeah, look, that too, right? Look, it shouldn't look, be. Chump, you already on probation, Chump. You already on probation. I looked at that paperwork, man. Sit your ass in that cell, whatever. All right, well, man, those are good. Anything? Oh, why? Any other? Any other notifications? So, just for any civilians that's listening, anonymous tips will be rewarded. Stay safe, save lives, up to 5,000 for tips leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions, and up to 15,000 for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can feel free to call 833-408-0069 anonymously at any time. Your name and information will be anonymous. Oh, that's what's up. Hey, we need it. We need it, folks. Of all this, all this senseless shootings and killings, hey, if you have any information, out there yeah feel free please use that use that tip line use that tip line especially anonymously hey you gotta leave no information and get rewarded for a charge or a conviction sound like a win-win to me and also you get bad people off the street so yeah <laughs> help out save a life yeah right all right let's go let's keep rolling now saying no one kind of talking about the nypd you know they had their funeral for both now, detective, posthumously, they've both been promoted. Officer Rivera, Officer Mora, who was tragically just, oh man, just, just, just was executed, but just by doing their jobs and just, just a messed up scene, messed up scene, messed up situation. But you know what? Another thing that's messed up, they had the funerals, you know, last week. Mm. And listen, I know this is a country of free speech and everybody have an opinion and there are social media out there. So a lot of social media platforms out there. So everybody have a platform, you know, everybody have something to say, but one thing it should be universal. And that's like not speaking ill will towards the dead. I have a very big problem with that. Yeah. A very big problem with disrespecting the the dead, the people that, that passed away. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, it was one, it was one, uh, a female actress, by the way, was, had something very, very negative to say about the whole funeral procession. And let me, let me, let's, let's, let's listen to her. Let's, let's, let's listen to this, this clip here. We do not need to shut down most of lower Manhattan because one cop died for probably doing his job incorrectly. They kill people who are under 22 every single day for no good reason, and we don't shut down the city for them. So, this is fabulous. What if somebody is having a heart attack in this area? Nobody can get to them because it's all blocked off for one fucking cop. May I please comment on this? Uh-oh, Miss Waddy, <laughs> go ahead, go, go ahead, Miss Waddy. Oh, I'm gonna address every little sentiment this lost individual said. She said, what if, um, first of all, she said, people get shot by the police, no one's blocking off traffic for that. Um, Jules and Holiday, were y'all around in 2020 during the riots? Yeah, show, show us. Even let's let's say not even the riots. Let's let's. I'm gonna respect the civilians who peacefully protested for George Floyd, who didn't attack random officers, and the streets were filled with protests. I never had not one ounce of an issue with those type of protests at all. You can block up this street. 
because there needs to, because I'm telling you, we said from the beginning, unbiasedly, corrupt officers need to be held accountable because they do not reflect us. They do not reflect the values of any police department. So for that, those streets should have been blocked off for him. Despite what George Floyd, his criminal record, it doesn't matter. He didn't, in, in the context of he didn't deserve to die and to die like that. So we mm -hmm. acknowledge that. So last time I checked, mm -hmm. there was some blocking off of, of many streets all over the nation, actually all over the world, following the George Floyd incident. So I don't know what she's talking about there. And she's mentioned, what if somebody's having a heart attack? What, since when do you care about anybody's health concern considering the crime surge at all? Since when do you care, dear? What have you done? What do you do? Mm. Because your 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 voice comes back once again once the election season is over. You know what I'm saying? It comes back when it comes to something unjustly being done against the police, but you're quiet all throughout the year when crime is surging. But as soon as we acknowledge something that happened to a fallen officer, and then she commented and said, uh, for probably doing his job incorrectly. Are you even knowledgeable or educated on what the correct way to do it is to do our job? How would you please? No. You have no knowledge. What are you speaking about exactly? She has no clue. She's one of the media heads who said, the media told me to feel this way about police. And because the media picks my emotions for me, the media thinks for me, I'm going to say what would have me look famous on the internet. I'm gonna fake take the post down. I'm gonna fake give an apology so I can keep my acting career. I don't know. I didn't know this woman existed. I didn't know she was such actress. I didn't know who she was <laughs> before they said, I'm thinking it's gonna be somebody we all kind of know. I didn't know who this woman was, but you know, she said a lot of things once again, based on emotion. I wouldn't dare to say that about uh, anybody whose life is lost, anybody. Right. Even See, that's, with right. us having the fact of what Laquan McDonald did before mm -hmm. he was being before he was shot, I still never ever praise. Well, I'm glad he's dead now. I never say that as a police officer, as a human. I've never said that because I still value human life. I wish and I pray. I wish things would have been different in many situations, regardless who was wrong. I I wish things would have mm -hmm. turned out differently. So an officer who this woman do, does not know personally, probably have never encountered, her family has to know now, that officer's family has to know that some sick-minded, self-righteous individual said that about their slain loved one who was serving a citizen who is basically just like this woman who spoke against him. What if somebody, what if somebody is having a heart attack? What if somebody's dealing with a domestic as that officer was responding to? And this is the result. That's why I said, you don't care about if somebody is having a heart attack, if somebody's going through a life crisis, because guess what? The officers that were shot and killed, they were responding to somebody going, who was dealing exactly. with a life crisis. Right, right. And what is your response? If that person would have, if the officers would have never gotten killed, and that offender would have killed that person within that domestic, you wouldn't have cared. You wouldn't have voiced your opinion like, oh my gosh, what do we do to get involved in helping deter crime? How do we 
give how do we report things what do we you know what are you doing nothing so why are you even how are you even bringing up it's kind of contradictory like how are you even bringing up what if what if somebody's having a heart attack we go to those every day we go to those every day and passing by on the way people who don't like us who are ready to shoot us as we're even driving past responding mm. to these said people having heart attacks and other illnesses mm-hmm. sweetheart you don't care about them uh, holiday you got anything on this man uh, she, she's a clown <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying she, you know you know what you know she, she probably just you know she's mad at life she knows she she's probably a bad actress or whatever hell she does for a living you know with her probably ass talking about some probably incorrect job you know some people just need to shut up but you know why he said everything you need to know you know we need we you know how we feel you know she's probably one of the people that's mad when she get caught by the train Right. So you know that, that speak right. So was it more of a frustration? She was probably running late for work or a date or wherever the case may be. No, and, I believe and, she was cute oh, okay. by the media. <laughs> she was you know cute. There's no way I'm that frustrated that I'm running late to work that I say he got killed because he was probably doing mm. his job right. Wrong. Gotcha. It's gotcha. always a deflection from holding these criminals accountable. That had nothing to do with me running late. That had nothing to do with me going through something in my life. And you don't media. care about criminals that are killing other people because they're not after you. It is until it hits home that it affects you and you care. Mm. Oh, or unless the media tells you to care. Yeah, mm. because she didn't have to put it in social media. She it, chose yeah. to. She right. chose to. So this dumb chick uh, decides she wants to make a name for herself so she can, I don't know, maybe so she can get some viewers for her crappy ass show that I would never pay the dollar for to see anyway. Well, so this girl name is is Jacqueline Guzman. She's a theater type actress, but she used to be because the company she worked for fired her for the insensitive for the insensitive comment. That, that's one. That's one thing I don't I don't understand. Holiday and, and Wadi, maybe you can, maybe you guys can help me out. Why why people put things in on social media knowing that it, it's not? Dude, two officers are are, are two officers then get get killed. And you put on there, he probably deserved it because he's doing his job wrong. It's like what? what? Damn, damn. How do you how do you force your lips to say something like that? Like, and the officer died responding. That's why he said responding to a situation that somebody called. Uh, oh man, it's it's all publicity. Why would you put that out? <laughs> that's why we. That's why we spoke earlier. To you know. Of the you know ill will of the you know speaking negative about the dead. I mean, why would you? Uh, that you know this one. When I heard about this one, I was like, "Well, I tell you, lady, what, I tell you what. When she passed away, I hope they stop at every red light, and I hope <laughs> block, and I hope they, I hope a train comes and she, they had to stop for that. I hope um, they has a detour, road construction. Well, I you know what. It, 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 you know, as 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 sick as this is, she's not the only one. There's True. a there's a New York City high school teacher. She's a math teacher, but you know they fired her because she put out a tweet. So, Fort uh Fort Boone Hall in Brooklyn had a dress down day fundraiser to support the both of the uh, both of the fallen uh, detectives now who were killed mm-hmm. in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. Now, the dress down day 
you know, they dress down and they give donation. Well, this one teacher said she's not dressing down. She's dressing up and she put hashtag abolish the police hashtag BLM. And you can <sighs> never support Black Lives Matter for real, like Black people. That's not, you know, again, following the death of a life, a loss of life. And you, to me, that sounds like she's saying, I'm glad they're died. they died. That to me, that's what it mm. sounds like when you really okay. say abolish police. That's what it sounds like. I want police dead. It's like, to you, for you to be a wicked person, you cannot tell me there's anything moral about you when you wish death on people who you literally do not know. When you wish death on people, there's nothing morally sound about you. You are not, you cannot be nobody's therapist. You cannot um, teach anybody anything about being a moral, morally sound citizen. You cannot because you're far from it. You wish death on people. Literally, the media told you to wish death on people who you literally don't know over this big incident that happened in 2020. And y'all literally followed it. Y'all literally said, okay, the media tells us what to feel and think. Okay, we're going to wish death on officers. So for me, that's what abolish police means. Because there's no way somebody dies, a police officer, and you say, good, abolish police. How do you follow that with that? Right. A, bo- a death of officers, and you say abolish the police. It's like, what? why did you hit on the head? What, what is, well... But see, here's the thing is this high school, this, this math teacher, if someone's, if someone was to break into her home or a car, if someone was to rob her or someone was to, to, to shoot at her, she's calling the police. Mm-hmm. Let's not get it twisted. She's going to call the police because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So for her to come on, if that's the case, she should never call the police there. For people who have a problem with the police, don't, don't even bother calling the police. But you know what? People still call the police because eventually, you know, evidently you're going to need help. You're going to need help. Something's going to happen out there. You're going to need help. So you got to call the police. That's why we got to work together. We have to work together. All this, all this vilification of the police officer, you got to, it got to stop. Especially when you, when you dealing with a funeral of two, two officers, two young officers, by the way, these wasn't the, the racist officers or the bigot officers or the officers that, you know, don't care. These are two young, they ain't even, they ain't even form up an opinion yet far as they haven't been jaded. Not these guys. These are the ones you want, want when, when you call. So for people who post stuff like this, it's like, dude, get your facts straight. Get your head on straight. The problem is you need to be worked on yourself because it's a heart issue. You have a bad heart. You don't, you don't talk that way. They to really anybody, do. You, know? you have a bad heart. It's, it's messed up. And then let, there's another actress for you, Susan Sarandon. We all know her. She's a great actress. She posted, she shared something on tweet comparing the funeral to fascism. Now, I don't know what. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who's this actress? Susan Sarandon. Who? <laughs> that's what I said. I don't know who that person is. All these random actresses that's supposed to be known okay, have okay. all stuff to say about police. I ain't never heard of them. Now, the one of one of her one of her big movies was Thelma and Louise. Okay. The, the, damn. The re- I don't know any. I don't know anything. Nah, nah. I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know anything new that she she made, but uh, but I mean, she compared the funeral to you know because you had the 
the sea of blue. You know how the, the I've been in a few Chicago police funerals. And I'll tell you one thing. I don't never want to be in that box. But the the send off is a is a beautiful send off. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful send off when you send. Yeah, Ella Frenchie was beautiful. Oh man, when you send when when you get honored, you're a soldier of the city, and you get a send off like a soldier is supposed to, where where it's it's you have this your your brothers your your brother and sisters in blue, and you have the 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 bagpipes and the honor guards and the twenty one gun salute, a beautiful send off, very emotional. I've been in a few of them. Don't want to be in them. But unfortunately, the life, the, the profession we live in, it's, it's inevitable. Uh, uh, but, for, but, for these, but for these people to send out stuff like this on social media, and it's, it's you know, of course, they fired the, the teacher, they fired the, 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 the theater girl, and Susan Randon apologized, and she took down the, the, the tweet, uh, the post, or whatever. <laughs> She oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm still not watching her movies. You know? yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. She can take What's her name again? So I know not to watch nothing about her. Susan Sarandon. Like, like I actually, I, I actually know her. I'd say who because she's irrelevant now to me. Um, she, she. I don't know if y'all see the movie Stepmom. I think she was in Stepmom too. So oh, yeah. right, right, right. Stepmom with Julia Roberts. Right. Yeah, with Julia. That's right. what I'm Julie like. Julia Roberts right. in it. Right. So that's the only movie. Them two. After that, I so. She's not big enough for me to, so I'm just gonna say who. So right, if she can, she can come out on Fast and the Furious ten. She can be on John Wick five. I'm gonna fast forward her scenes. I tell you what, Wadi, have you seen? Um, that, that's my boy. That's, that's what's called. Name. That's my boy. So I've never the seen mom, that one. you haven't seen that one? No. Okay, so the the a, a holiday. So remember the jail, the lady in jail. That was <laughs> that's Susan yep. Sarandon. Yep. Yep, yep. I forgot. Yeah, that is her. That's my boy, right? That is her. Yeah, that's gonna get fast forward. But yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that scene's gonna get fast forward. Yeah, yes, sir. Again, I don't know. Maybe listen. I'm not trying to make excuses for people, but we gotta get. You know, people just gotta get better with. You know, just show. I mean, just show respect. Yeah. I, even if you don't, even if you don't like something, you still can show respect. I think this is what it goes to show you what the, the times are like in the, in the world. I think humanity is under, under question here because it's like, man, where do my brother's keeper come in at? Where, do, where is respect for others how you want to be, be respected? Remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things that, that, are, that are rooted in your upcoming, upbringing. And I think a lot of I think people just are just being lost from that 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 frame of mind and just everything is just hostile and mad and people just angry and 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 you know just it's just weird times right now. But we gotta get it together. We gotta get it together, man. We gotta get back. We gotta love one another. We gotta get humanity back. You know, we gotta care for people. Oh, that's enough preaching for me today. So let's get <laughs> let's get in the main event, man. We are talking about ex-Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke. He was released from prison. And there are pushbacks. People don't like it. There is uh uh for real quick, a little recap recap. If you don't know, back in 2014, Laquan uh Jason Van Dyke was 
was convicted of, of second degree and also 16 counts of aggravated battery, which doesn't make any sense uh, for shooting and um, killing Laquan McDonald. Now, what I, what I mean by it doesn't make any sense for the 16 counts of ag battery, because it don't make sense. When you hit somebody, you don't get charged for every hit. You hit somebody. You just get one charge. Mm-hmm. So with this, that was a little, I was scratching my head when it's like 16 counts of aggravated battery. You, you get an aggravated battery charge for each round he shot. Doesn't, that doesn't make sense. I think somebody was just placating to the people. Or if I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, hit, hit, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com, you know, and inform us, enlighten us. But I, I myself never heard of that. If somebody get hit, you don't get, you don't charge each. Each time they get hit. Each time they hit, you just one charge. But all right, well, well, well saw water on the bridge now. So um, I had looked up that the, you know, as far as Illinois, second degree murder convictions, usually, you know, it carries a sentence of less than 20 years, less than 20 years. So he got, he was, he got hit with a six year, nine months, something like that, if I, if I remember, six year, nine months, a little under seven years, he was uh, uh, sentenced by the jury of his peers. So last week, last, man, just a few days ago, he, he got released. And of course, there are protesters. There are protesters uh, they're saying that they're trying to get the U- uh, U.S. attorney to demand federal charges be charged against, be brought up against Van Dyke. They want him to stay in prison. Jesse Jackson, Bishop Grant held a press conference to demand federal charges as well. Uh, his grandmother uh, was saying she want, you know, she want this, she want uh, Van Dyke brought up on uh, the civil rights charges, Kim Fox, your favorite, uh, uh, your favorite state's attorney there, Wadi made a statement saying Ooh. that pretty much the punishment, <laughs> did, the punishment did not fit you the crime. Trying to hurt, you trying to hurt me today, man. <laughs> That's hurtful. That's, man. <laughs> if there's an ability to do something about it on the federal level, then by all means, it should be done. The mayor said something, I, you know, so, all right, listen. Now, we had a very interesting conversation about uh, Van Dyke and about what happened. We're not going to get too deep into that because it's, it is what it is. He, me personally, me personally, if he would have shot once, maybe twice, we wouldn't be talking right now. We wouldn't be talking about this right now. But of the optics, of the optics. Let, let, it, now, I ain't gonna lie. The boy was, Van Dyke was wrong for shooting that boy 16 times. Yeah. He was wrong for shooting him 16 times. It was just excessive. And that's what, that's what did it. It was excessive. And I'm mad because after that, Chicago police didn't change forever. They changed yeah. forever. Now, now I, I, I don't even recognize this department anymore. Because of all the, the the changes that's happened, there are some good training, but then there are some bad training. So, so I'm not happy with Van Dyke. I'm not happy. I'm not happy for what happened, and I'm not happy with the city because with that you guys wasn't on yet. But when it went down, the cover up is worse than what happened on that on that bridge. Yeah, the cover up from the mayor and all from top all the way down. And to to allow 
to let the officers to be punished for it. Five officers, I believe five, five officers and sergeant are fired. Right. Because what happened from the top down. Now, if they would have now if they would have handled that case right then and there and say, hey, you know what, this is a bad shoot. Right. Or or excessive, or whatever the case may be. If they would have dealt with it, it'd have been a different, it'd been a different outcome for today. But they gave the mom, they gave the mom five million dollars. They found out the boy wasn't awarded, to, was awarded to the state. Uh, when this whole thing got un, unraveled, unveiled from a freelance, uh, for, uh, a freelance journalist or whatever, had to have the it was sealed, had to sue to get the judge to unseal it. And when it came out, it just it was a powder, powder a powder keg. Now the mayor is gone, the superintendent at the time is gone. Uh, at the eighth district, you had the commander of. Uh, Oh man, McNaughton, he's gone. Everybody, the street deputies, all the, the, the big wigs that was handling this thing was able to retire, full pension. Mm-hmm. But the officers who didn't have the time on to retire, only 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 McCormick, you know, in uh Van Dyke went to prison. Van Dyke's partner, he was the only one that I believe that can that retire that had his pension. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a sergeant who wasn't on the scene, but acute, but approved the arrest report or mm. the approved the report he was fired but he wasn't even there he just approved he just going off what his officers told him so he was fired you got the people on scene who didn't shoot who was there but who didn't see nothing they just because they was there and because there was a a, a public uh outcry of 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 this what happened they was fired everybody was all fired and these were good officers and i know them personally Mm. I know him personally. I talked to him. These were good officers. But as they say, crap always rolled downhill, right? So, yep. so that's 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 that. That's that's that. What we talking about now is the pushback. Is the judicial system should? What do you guys think? Let's let's talk about it. Should you guys should the justice system be revamped? I know we, there's stuff that's going on. You got the smash and grab. You got the shootings. You got killings. You got the car thefts. And it seemed like people go to jail and get released or people go to jail and get less time than they deserve. Because people, let, let me tell you something. Van Dyke is not the only murderer that, that, that's out walking. We come across people with murder in their background all the time. And no one cares. No one says anything. They don't. If you show, if you post it, because at this point, it can't always be, well, we don't know about it. No, it's been, a lot of it's been released, but people pick and choose what they want to read. So no. So what do you guys feel? How you guys feel? Should should the justice system be revamped? Should the courts and 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 and, and people who let's take a let's take a let's take a Van Dyke? Should Van Dyke get a, a longer sentence than than seven seven years? I don't think so, me personally. I think, I mean, he's already fired. He's already um, served his time. Everybody uh, gets out on good behavior. So sometimes anybody don't do the whole whole time. Mm-hmm. But uh, me personally, it's all about so that's the decision. question. So that's that question: Should people be released on on good behavior, um, or should there be a set number? Let's say Van Dyke he was a he was convicted on uh, on second degree murder. Should there be a number like, hey, no matter what, second degree murder, you get fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know what? To 
to to even everything out, I would say it should be a certain number. Just get it mm-hmm. over with. Uh-huh. Get, get 10, 15 years, whatever. For a second degree, first degree, of course, uh-huh. higher. Right. But yeah, just, just keep it. Because now there's always someone's going to point, well, they did the exact same thing, but they got this. Right, right. So now screw you get it. you right. know what? Screw it. Okay, mm-hmm. for both sides, if they're a cop, not a cop, whatever the hell they what the situation is, keep it a number and let them deal with it. That's me personally. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. I, I mean, it, it, it alleviates all that because this person's white, because this person's black, or exactly the demographics, yeah. because it's a man, because it's a female, because he's a mental because he's a police, because he's a piece of crap, you know. Uh, why do you, what do you think? Should there be a set number for certain certain things? Like like what, what Holly and I was saying, should it be, hey, you know, second degree murder, 15 years, like, and that's it. I literally agree with everything to the T. There's no biases. Can't nobody say, well, because he's a man, because he's white, because he, no. I definitely second what Holiday said. Yeah, okay. keep it, keep it I, a number. That way, yeah, I think we it, all, I think that's fair. Yeah, we all win. Fuck yeah, I it. think it's fair. I think it's fair because, you know, let's be honest. Far as far as African Americans come up in the, in this country, the justicism hasn't been hasn't been fair coming up, and there's evidence and proof that 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 happens. I think one way to show that it is fair and that justice is truly blind. You see the statue with the lady holding the scales and she's blind so it's balanced i think you should have uh, a set number now could could you play with it and say okay second degree uh 15 the max and you for good behavior uh 11 or 12 you know what i'm saying so you'll know okay if i commit this first degree is this you're screwed you're, you're done so second degree or 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 manslaughter or or reckless homicide, there's a certain number. And if they're for, for good behavior, you can have, okay, it's between this and this. And you don't you don't you don't deviate from it. And that goes for everything else, for aggravated batteries, aggravated assaults, or burglary or rape. I think you can, I think the system can be better. I, I I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I, I could, you know. If people don't agree, it's fine. And let us give us your opinion and see what you what you think about a different a different way of of tackling this. Because right now, right now it's not working. I think we can all we can all agree that it's not working because obviously the evidence of crime that's going on. You 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 like we just talked about earlier today. As far as notifications, you get a guy, a kid who has a previous who's on probation for a gun, then you get caught with another gun. But he ended up shooting off, shooting an officer. So it's like, okay, what? All right, we need this. Things need to be revamped so people can not only if they do something wrong, they can sit. Not only sit, they can be reformed, rehabilitated, and understand what they did wasn't right. And then it goes, and it is a message to other criminals who say, you know, who it get put them in check because no, if I'm doing this. This is an automatic, automatic 15 years. That's what, if people don't know, that's what they did in Oakland. That's how Oakland was able to 
cut curve on some of the violence. If you get caught with a pistol in Oakland, it was automatic three years. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Automatic three years. Mm-hmm. So if we can, uh, if we can kind of adapt and adopt in some of uh, some of these uh, some, some some laws where you know you're doing some real time, I think we can we can get a handle on on crime. I agree. It's just my thing is if you're gonna revamp it, you got to start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean that goes for juveniles. Oh, I'm, yeah, no, juveniles. I'm, that's that's. I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's the weakest sentences, the weakest penalties ever. Like, right. like that's they do it in in juvie in the juvenile stage. So it's it, it's weak, and they're not afraid because they holiday right out. Holiday, no. you brought up something. You brought up something, something very important. Lift now, now mm-hmm. the criminals are getting younger and younger. Exactly. Because they know the, the penalty ain't shit. Right. They so know they get gonna, a slap on the wrist and go home. If, if right. you're going to revamp it, let's revamp it. If you're a man enough or a woman enough to do adult stuff, and it's not really adult, it's just stupid. If you're able to you tough enough to uh, uh, break in vehicles and shoot, murder people at a, at a young age, you, you're going to get sentences as a grown-up. I have no feelings for them. I don't. I agree. I don't. I know. I know backgrounds. Everybody. Oh, the kids had a rough life. Man, look, you just took somebody's life away. You just, you just traumatized the next person that don't even know you. Babies getting shot. That, that babies can't even talk yet getting shot. Mm-hmm. And the only thing we're mm-hmm. gonna do is, oh, you know what? He was sixteen. Yeah, hey, go to your parent. Fuck that. No, you want to revamp? Start with Julie. Exactly. Once they get, once they get the message. That, oh damn man, we ain't gonna get slapped in the wrist no more. We serve right. you. When you mm-hmm. come out, you're gonna be a grown ass man or woman. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's how I feel. Hey, you want to revamp it? I'm for it. But it gotta start with Juvie. Stop, stop beating around yep. the bush. They the problems and they have no fear. They already have monitors. You can see it on their ankles. It's it's they don't care. You know, I think- and I agree with that. Because so- it's yeah, too ahead, much of it's too much of he's just a baby. Too much. You are you surpass that age of accountability where you know what you're doing. How many times is us on the street as officers, me, you, Holiday, you, Jules, we arrest a juvenile, multiple of them. The people who come pick them up after they get bonded out mother, father, own construction company, nurse, you can't use the poverty as an excuse. You can't use, you can't say, cause I'm traumatized, I can hurt other people until mm. I'm not traumatized. Okay. That doesn't end your trauma. Okay. You harming somebody else doesn't end your trauma. You know, like I'm tired of the whole, somebody can commit the sickest crime lynch somebody cut them up and people just look at the tv screen and say that is so sick he is so sick he's so that he's so that but if he comes to us with the same intent and he gets shot oh he was just a baby 
Yeah. Why do you want to pick and choose when somebody is old enough to make certain decisions and be accountable when they're not, depending on who holds them accountable? Like, mm -hmm. I'm sick of that coddling that goes on. And I'm sick of people painting everything with a broad paintbrush. And I've said mm -hmm. this before, based off what I can say, I experience in the street and what I know. Not every case where it's violence and high crime is because of poverty. It's not. Okay. It's not. Okay. Not all cases, no. Mm -hmm. Some are. Some, some are. are. Uh -huh. That is objectively true. Some are, but then some are not. We're not doing this whole poverty thing. We're not doing this whole for every situation. We're not doing that. That's that's you what. Now go ahead, uh what? You, I'm just not, I'm done with the coddling. I'm done with, well, they live in poverty. So what else are you going to do? You're going to shoot in proximity. If I live in poverty and I need clothes and I need food, if anything, I would expect or you can expect me to keep my eye on jewels or any closest place where I can obtain clothing and food. I don't care about my neighbors wearing Louis Vuitton and Givenchy or whatever the case may be. I don't care about an MCM. I don't care about a, a Gucci. Why? Because I am in poverty. My main thing is I need to eat. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's really hungry and you say, hey, you know, I got these sandwiches. Do you, do you eat sandwiches? Most people going to say, man, I'll eat anything. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in three days. That's somebody who's looking for basic necessities for survival and not greed. So I'm not going to deal with this whole painting the bar brush for everybody saying it's poverty. You, you kill somebody for his Audi or you kill mm -hmm. somebody right, for their right. Gucci belt. What is, the, what is the Gucci belt? How is that going to feed you? And it's so crazy because I was showing my friend like last week a video of 2020 when all the riots was coming out. This lost black girl, I'm just describing how she looked. She was a big advocate for BLM. She said, if somebody robs a Louis, a Gucci, that, that's reparations. That means that that person eats. So, and we were both just looking like reparations. What so Gucci owes me? Mm. Louis Vuitton owes me. Mm. They yeah. owe me. You <laughs> said the things that that person eats. I'm gonna say this. Of course, I'm not for theft. I'm not for crime. But I surely don't hear. I hear more people doing smash and grab out of Louis and out of Gucci than I do at Ross and at Jewel also for people who really live in poverty. Mm -hmm. And people don't address that. I'm not doing this coddle thing. I'm not doing that. Yes, do these people need resources? Yes. But you know what's so funny? I've Googled and researched. I've re done research of different type of counseling programs that exist. Me and my partner have given a 15-year-old counseling services that's right down the street from his school in Hyde Park. He didn't even know it was there. I've researched different counseling places in these neighborhoods 
different mentorship programs. They have a mentor program for young black men. It's called, I think, 100 black men or 1,000 black men. And you have some teenagers sharing their story of how that program has impacted them in their, in their community. And that's not the only one. They got one, they've got one for young girls. They got one for women. They teach you financial wellness. They give you uh, education options, job options. They have some out there. And while some people, some families really may not have access to them, depending on the type of cultural environment you grow up in, I understand that. But a lot of these people do have access to them. You have children, and it's just me dropping a random example, make it short. A mother crying her, her eyes out, father crying his eyes out. Here we go, another two-parent home because their 16-year-old son ran away. What was he last seen in? Oh, I got a picture of him this morning, the, uh, what he's last seen in. This 16-year-old got on Alexander McQueen, talking about he running away because he wanted to stay out all night partying until two in the morning, 16 years old. Mm. And, and she's saying he likes to get into stuff, get into trouble and stuff like that. Like, you're not going to tell me. And, uh, and those are many of our cases that we come across where people who have privilege, even though they grew up in some of these rough areas, they've been blessed with the means to make it to be successful, but they see stuff and that pride of life that they have, that the Bible talks about, they want what they see. They want what's considered popular, what's, you know what I'm saying, what they think gives them value. So they have envy in their heart. They have pride in their heart. So that, what are they doing? They carjacking, they stealing, they doing this. They want the quick and easy way out, but nobody wants to address that. Nobody wants to address, they want the quick and easy way out. So no, I'm all for what Holiday said. Let's start from the bottom up. Stricting these charges and these sentencings among these juveniles who really be knowing what they be doing. I'm tired of this whole they just a baby. Because then they not just a baby when they come kill your love. Then you want well, everybody right. in uproar for you. Right, right. Now, you know, the problem, it, it, so with that, to reform, to revamp the judicial system, we, know we must reform and revamp. The, the household, the single parent household. We need men in these in these houses. You know these these babies that's growing up need yep. both families. They need to learn how to raise their kids and give give what's best to them. Uh, a lot of a lot of times these kids are doing things because there's no structure in the household. Nobody's raising them. They're raising, they're pretty much raising themselves. The streets are raising them or friends. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, you had the eleven-year-old carjacking. Eleven-year-old. I, I can't imagine. I'm parking my car. I'm getting out, and I see eleven-year-old talking. About, you know, saying, <laughs> you know, run that. <laughs> you know, give him the keys or something. Like that. Right. I, you know, <laughs> I probably would laugh or something. I don't know. It depends if you have if you had had a pistol in my face or something. I don't know, but but it's like, wait a minute. Dude, you're 11 years old. Where's your father? Where's the father? Where's the mother? So it and always... They don't want to talk about. Right. It always stops at home. When Adam Toledo got shot and killed, people were saying, well, where's his, where's, his, where's his parents? Well, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. It does matter. Do you try to blame the officer for doing what he's doing? No, it starts at home. 
because if he wasn't out two o'clock in the morning, he wouldn't get shot. He wouldn't be hanging out with other game bankers who was older than him, shooting pistols in the air or other cars and stuff, which calls for the officer to be on scene. It's a foot chase and he ended up getting shot. If his mom and dad was at home teaching his boy, raising his boy how a kid's supposed to be raised, he wouldn't be living a life of crime, even living a life on the street. So it ultimately always starts at home. No matter what, it starts at home. That's where you get your your that's where you get that's where you get your root, that's where the roots are come from. You get your 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 values, you get your principles, you get respect, you get your discipline. It starts at home. So while we're addressing the, the judicial system, while we're addressing the, the juvenile justice system, we need to also address this home, the broken homes. The broken homes are need to be addressed too, because if you fix these homes, you'll fix the, the, the kids that are coming up. And ultimately the kids that are coming up who won't live a life of crime, won't be an adult living a life of crime. So if we, if we, if we stop it at home, we can, we can stop it, you know, happening in the future. Yep. Well, hey, I said that's the show today, people. We unpacked it a lot of, a lot of good things here. You know, we said a lot and, you know, we talked a lot. But we want people also not to just listen, you know, tune in and, you know, and, you know, a lot of people have sent us questions that we, we're going to get to, we're going to answer them. Well, I'm just building it up so we can we can address it in, in one show. But uh, feel free to let us know what you think. Where does it where does it start with? Uh, do you feel like the justice need to be revamped? Uh, do, do should there be a set number for different types of of charges? Uh, so just let us know. Hit us up on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast at gmail.com. But we would like to we like to hear from you. We like to hear from you. We'd like to know what you think so we can so we can get a better understanding. Maybe it's something we missed, maybe it's something we didn't see, maybe it's something we didn't understand and can kind of put it together for us. So let us know what you think. So, but hey, we want to thank you, uh, viewers, for listening. And we ask all of you, you know, to be safe and watch you watch out for each other. You know, Miss Wadi Holiday, like thank you for going this lot right along with me. And ask you two to get home. I mean, uh, to continue to be alert and get home safe, and be nice until it's time not to be nice. Sounds All good. All right, y'all. Cool. All right. Bye. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet with the announcer, Blue Cape Award winner. So, holiday, who's getting the award today? The Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than New York Police Officer Sumit Sulan. Officer Sulan, with only two weeks on the force, responded to the same domestic dispute with his fallen fellow officers, Mora and Rivera. While Sulan was in the living room with the family of the offender, LaShawn McNeil, he heard shots coming from the back room of the apartment. Sulan moved the mother and the other brother to safety and immediately went to back up the two officers. Officer Sulan shot and killed offender McNeil due to his quick actions and bravery of Officer Sulan. A violent criminal will no longer be a threat to anyone else in the Back in Blue Vanguard podcast. Want to say thank you for that and congratulations for being our Blue Cape Award winner. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, please like this podcast, share this podcast, support this podcast. You can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality, a coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. The police.